Three Amazon sellers. Three Amazon sellers. Entertaining conversation with some of the brightest minds in online business. This is the one-stop shop to start or scale your business further than you could ever imagine. Ever imagine. Welcome to the Buy Box Bandits Podcast. Welcome back to the Buy Box Bandits podcast. Today, for the first time ever, we have repeat guests. Um, so we have Taylor Jones and Great. Roma the Roma here, uh, who we've actually both had on our previous episodes with them. Our kind of more tactical stuff, their stories, um, and all that. So those are linked in the description if you guys want to check that, those out after. Um, but uh, kind of just excited to, to chop it up and kind of get into maybe some more advanced stuff, some banter. Um, and all that. Uh, tell us a little bit about the event you guys just had the past weekend. Miami Sellers Conference. Avery, tell us about it. It was awesome. We had 100 people show up. A lot of good Amazon sellers, 15 high quality speakers. We went from 10 o'clock in the morning till 7 o'clock at night. Um, had an after party. I was there till 3.30. Taylor passed out at 12.30. <laughs> no, <laughs> two. I got two drawn. I don't think two. To two. I think maybe 1.30. <laughs> and he was like on the ground at 12:30. So quite possibly uh, the biggest, one of the biggest Amazon seller conferences in America, I would assume. It's gonna keep getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, that was good. I think it was a long day, you know, like people were starting to get tired, I think like after like five, but we got a lot of good f- feedback from people. So the, the content, if, if you don't follow us, start following us because we're gonna I'm gonna be rolling out so much content from, from the event. It's like super high quality camera. Last year we tried to document it, but we did the lighting was just so bad. We never even repurposed. Oh, in that room, true. Yeah, because it backed up to the light. So this year it's gonna be good. Yeah. What was some of the feedback that you received from people who won? People loved it. Everybody loved it. Um they they were like, this is way more professional than we thought. We didn't know. I know. I think well, you know what it is? I think people see us on social media, like doing stupid stuff or whatever. And they're like, oh, like, well, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll try it out. And then, but we actually planned it. It was a lot of planning, you know? Um, and I think it was a lot of new sellers. Like Scott like, Needham was, he was super impressed. I gave you a shout out, Garrett, because you're how I found out about him. And then I interviewed him for 30 minutes on stage. Um, but overall it was, it was good. Tony Robbins style jumping around. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. So, no, it was good. I think it was actually a lot of surprise, a lot of online arbitrage sellers. I think like over 40% it of the audience good balance this year. was online arbitrage. And what shocked us was that 95% of the people that were there were, didn't go last year. It was like brand new people. Yeah. We had like three or four repeats. But this year, a lot of people said they are coming next year. So I, th- I think we're getting like our core audience that's going to come every year. A lot of the unemployment club coming. Oh, through. that's beautiful, man. I, that's yeah. the thing. Because I, I left all my Instagram group chats. I like didn't know all those dudes were going. But like Seth, Kevin, Tyler, John, uh, Billy, obviously shout out to Billy. I'm sure I'm missing some as well, but. Oh, uh, Ryan Supply and all those dudes. Booksellers. A lot more booksellers. We had uh, almost an eight-figure bookseller. Found out he's not quite an eight-figure bookseller, but like... Is that David or a, a dude? Uh, Michael. Michael. Oh. Yeah, Franklin. So he was there. I was surprised he showed up. Um, David was there, obviously. Uh, powerful booksellers. Savages. Savages. <laughs> Introduced yeah. 
and it's it's just so tough to to find people to talk about this stuff with you know it's it's pretty much impossible in real life um and all that but this is you know one way and even just like listening to us on here i think is pretty valuable but i was talking to billy about what he says and he was like there's not a ton of new stuff you can necessarily pick up more is as it's just positive reinforcement and really putting kind of like substance to emotional belief. And that's not like in the bullshit sense of believe in yourself. It's in the sense that you see a fucking 18 year old kid in like 300 K a month. And you're like, wait, what, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. And even for the people that like have thought about starting Amazon and are doing it, like we had Morgan, one of our new speakers, Cajun Ventures. Um, I mean, she was a broke waitress at 26, you know, and then now she's done over 5 million and is selling hundreds of thousands in digital products, teaching other people. Um, so yeah, I think it's more, it was less tactical. Like it's not like Amazon lit. I got up there. We got up there. We're talking, we're walking people through like the step-by-step selling. A little bit. Scott Needham talked about advanced repricing. Repricing. Right? Yeah. I gotta, yeah. I gotta learn about that. Yeah, no, that was a good talk. His, I feel like his talk was the only tactical Amazon one other than. Yeah, ours is, I guess, philosophical. And then. Um, but that's the stuff people need. You know what I mean? Like, if you believe it can happen, you'll figure out the tactical stuff on your own, you know, and you'll yeah. figure it out by meeting other people in like in friend groups and stuff, because that's you need to do that stuff. Like, there's no way around it. You know what I mean? But it starts with the belief that it's possible and getting proof of concept as quick as possible. Yeah, yeah. we had a lot of Q&A on the panels, which was good. Yeah. That was a little bit more. How were the, how were the hot seats? Did you do, did you do those? One hot seat. So one guy paid us 250 bucks <laughs> and we kicked everyone else out of the room because it was booksellers. So everybody kind of wanted to network towards the end. So we had like 30 people in the room just watching this one guy get drilled by caleb and <laughs> was caleb hitting him with like what's your asp what's this what's yeah yeah caleb was going hard on him. And he already had like a list he filled out a survey before so yeah that's, that's cool so it's really yeah. valuable for him yeah he got so much value out of it like like it was definitely worth his 250 bucks who was so, it anyone at, like was he on social media arc was his name no, um he's not, he's not on social media but he he's a full-time bookseller he's putting like 50 hours of work in a week doing bulk and so i feel like that's a perfect tough that's tough how yeah. was the social media panel who always on that dude that was one of my favorite parts that honestly. was my favorite yeah panel. the panels were really good because they're much more engaging and like than you know 15 20 minute talk it's like yeah, live absolutely. Like, in yeah on the social like, media panel i was so surprised i've done social media in the past even in costa rica we did a little bit of social media and like the people that were interested were interested in the people that weren't were like, you know, whatever. But here it's like every single person was tuned in. Yeah. We had Steve, we had Cajun Ventures. We had um, me and Taylor and Carter Maxwell. And I think we had Seth. Gordon. Oh yeah. Seth came up. You invited Seth. Check me. Oh, yeah. Check me. Yeah. He's working hard on that stuff. Yeah. And he's, yeah, he's blew up too, dude. Oh my gosh. We were in Colorado, like literally a month and a half ago. We were both at 40 K. And I'm at 58 for this last month. And now he's at like 95. 90, I'm like, yeah. shit. Killing so, it. What categories does he do? I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, I mean, I know OA and that's what I do. So OA is like always great. Because you can I would assume it's plug like stuff in shoes, so quick. Stuff like that. Yeah. So quick. 
Yeah, we better have you guys there next year, 2023. Dude, don't make it two weeks before taxes are due. And, and we were talking about that, though. January or February is the ideal time. Let us know okay, in the comments, guys. Because it, it can't be during Q4, and it can't be during summer, because Miami in summer will be too hot, right? Yeah. No, and then, no. yeah, like, so, yeah, January or February would be perfect, yeah. So basically, when you guys go to schedule it next year, you'll just have to check with Miles and fulfill everything. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I think that was very logical. Miles is good for you. Yeah, yeah, it's very. What was the? Um, did you have it catered? What was the lunch situation like? Oh my gosh, we had a little bit of a hiccup there. It was all pizza. No, nobody noticed, but Taylor didn't even notice. <laughs> uh, but our our assistants who were volunteers, great assistance. Well, we got it sponsored. So half of lunch was free. So we're about, yeah, about a quarter of lunch was free. (laughs) And so they picked up the pizza like vertically. So imagine a pizza box vertically and all of it just got uh, shrunk up. And I was just still good though. Having a heart attack. I was like, there's no way. I said trash half the pizza. I said, I didn't even know what we're going to do. Like I was freaking out, but then they magically had surgery on the pizza and put it back into place and it was good no, I, nobody really noticed nobody said anything no they were on the pan we were doing the panels so it worked out but yeah that, that maybe that only happened like that's the kind of thing that you think people care about a lot and i feel like they just don't care about it a lot or yeah. that might just be me you know well i i had a nightmare that Domino's catered our event oh, <laughs> i would have a nightmare about that too this was like a nice pizza place it was like four and a half stars in yeah. miami and it had, we had pasta too but mm-hmm. uh i had a nightmare that last minute we had to order dominoes and i was like holy shit this is going to come true <laughs> we're gonna no, order. that's one of the things that we're we need to do better job of next year is like there's so many other you know businesses softwares prep centers that like we want to work with that like all probably several people there could need a prep center need new yeah. software so we're going to reach out start building more relationships with people have more of the costs covered and then let them come in promote their services that's our plan so and that yeah. makes sense that venue yeah. was really nice it wasn't yeah. bad it was, yeah. it was where was, was it on miami beach this time or where was north, it north miami beach oh so kind of where it was last or are you gonna look for somewhere else a little bit yeah a little south of sunny oh. isles i think oh right? yeah yeah okay that makes sense south but no, nice area, nice area. Okay, so. and let's talk about the strat, the marketing strategy behind the event. So let's let's Basically, talk about that. Part of the year before, where we just get so many speakers who have an Amazon presence, and they were naturally going to promote a little bit. We did have some retargeting ads this year, which the campaign. Twenty twenty one. I I know you weren't there because you didn't book your ticket yet. Cause I didn't see you. I don't know why that, <laughs> it was hammering me. It was hammering me. That was yeah, a good I, ad. Yeah, I saw a different time. One ad for a long time. And then we finally made like 10 other ads. Yeah. When I was in Belize, Avery texted me. He's like, Hey, can you shoot some ads? And I saw, shot four. And I'm like, are any of these good? The like, one was any- good. That, that was awesome. I think. Our, our ROAS is like 30 X on, on ads. So we actually and- got sales a lot yeah definitely yeah yeah because it's the reinforcement you know that you can control yeah all right yeah tell us about the costa rica thing too because you you had a yeah okay that was a lot of fun i think um so when i left miami beginning of the year you know i was i wanted to travel more and then i was like yo like i love to travel why can't i make some money on this so i pulled my story 
November of last year, like, yo, would anyone be interested in doing a travel event? I, I think I had like 30 inquiries, but no, I couldn't close anybody. And then I closed a few people like in January. And then like once a few people knew that it was actually happening, like Tim signed up and then Ben Carter, Carter brought a friend, like everyone jumped in. I think I th thought it was going to be way more business, like, you know, masterminding every day, talking about Amazon, yeah. but it actually turned into be like, just like a party, like the whole time we were going out. Um, and I mean, we did have a day where like everyone got to share Carter and Nathan. I don't know if you guys know Nathan Carter's friend who's doing, doing like six figures a month in wholesale. Really oh, smart. I don't think guy. I do, but I kind of, I definitely really want smart to, yeah. guy. Um, he got to share. He has like five cars. The kid's 21, just killing it. And oh, yeah. Tim was telling me about him. Yeah. Dude, really smart guy, like really well spoken too. He was there. Um, and then we had Cecilia and her group. Um, but no, overall, really good. I had a lot of fun um, and we'll definitely be doing it again. I got like 20 people that are interested for the next one. So. Mm -hmm. All you need is like the first two or three people with some sort of Instagram presence or social media presence. Yeah. And then they post about it. They tell their friends that it's just a spot. You just need the first one. Dude, I, mean, I think everybody looked at our speaker lineup and they're like, holy shit. Like you have literally like the top six Amazon sellers, Scott Needham showing up. You have uh, Amazon lit. We had watched me Amazon for a while. Hopefully it'll show up next year. Um, then you have like the top booksellers in the game. You have literally like top 15 bookseller paying for his ticket, attending the event. You have, um, you know, online arbitrage guys. You got like the weird 18 year olds doing like 300 K a month and fucking shoes. Like, it's just like, like, how can you not want to be in that room? Mm -hmm. That's my personal opinion. Like, I think that that's why it's sold so easily. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's just getting to know the people you've been following, even like guests who know other guests that are going. Like it gives you a chance. Yeah, to everybody had like their around. favorite person that they showed up for. You know, you got Trevor Peterson, private label, and then you have like the Caleb yeah. Rock fans. Like you have like everybody's there to see their people. I showed up to see Miles, and he wasn't there, so I was oh, sad. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> we did talk about you not in the marketing, so. <laughs> facts yeah facts i, I did yeah, the, I the you and then you disappointed dude oh all right well just met, date wise we'll make it work next year or hopefully, hopefully will and all that so are you about to go back to uh guatemala or belize or wherever you were probably taylor's been in many places the last three months and I, and those are are some of them costa rica no yeah yeah i will be returning to costa rica but i don't know when probably may 1st um mm -hmm. april my airbnb is booked um, for a month so most likely beginning of may but i think we're i might we might be going to colombia we got like five people that want to go chill in colombia Medellin, Medellin, yeah you guys get married in colombia oh yeah 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 boys yeah yeah i think the next couple months he's getting married over there someone's yeah it's in, i'm pretty sure it's in the next couple months as well so we we need to have like a candid Amazon seller conference in Medellin or something. Mm -hmm. But but um, yeah. Taylor, how's business? How's your? <laughs> yeah. Yo, Miles is grinding though. He's helping do you, do people you make travel. It? When you're like huh? sixty, do you want to travel? Yeah, I mean, maybe I don't know. I liked do it in the past. <laughs> big desire to that's not like a big priority for you yeah no no dude i mean that's the thing right like if you could say like where did you want to be business wise in 10 years a year ago i would have said here 
you know what I mean? So like, that's why, like, I, I just don't want to mess with what I'm enjoying doing. I like the routine and all that, you know, dude, I'll tell, I'll, you know, speaking on routine, it's definitely very, um, powerful. You build momentum with, when your business, it's definitely yeah. difficult. Like I feel so exhausted and, you know, I've definitely set the time aside, but not enough. And well, you're growing either way. You, you, you gotta get like traveling all that in are growing business-wise. Tell us about that. Yeah. Um, the, the credit has been a game changer. You know, Avery just got approved for a plum and I'm like, dude, buy 10 K of inventory. Like it, I'm gonna get to OA. It's dude. Like, why not? Like, but I was dude. the past two years. I've been, been, been in business for two years and four months. The, the past two years, my sales were probably averaging like 20 K just like a line. And then I got my three MX cards. I got the gold, the platinum and the plum. Now I I'm just cranking inventory and it's a game changer. So I'm really glad that I, I invested like 2K with a, to a guy that did uh, three coaching calls with me. Uh, oh, on credit. On credit. I went from like a 570 to I'm at as like a 740 now. So that was a game changer. Oh, and you're yeah, still like sourcing minimally, if any. Um, no, I'm spending a decent amount. Last no, with last VAs week. though. Or are no, you like time sourcing are you, I'm assuming yeah. you're not doing the sourcing. You have a team doing it for you. Honestly, no, I would say that it's a mix. Like I am definitely getting a fair amount of leads from my VAs. I have three full-time, but I'm also finding a lot of stuff myself because I'm just, it's particular. Like there's a lot of stuff in the keep graphs that it's like, you know, you can see stuff that they, they don't, you know. Naturally, so, yeah. You, the grass is greener where you water. You'll always be the best person at sourcing, you know, because you're the decision maker. Yeah. So, yeah, we got to get Avery. Avery is going to get, I think he was about to purchase a lead. I won't say what it was today, but did you buy him? Yeah. So, you did? No, no, no. <laughs> I, love how, I love how he smiled. That was, that was beautiful. <laughs> how much Taylor's face lit up. Dude, why not? You know, like, why not? Um, so, during quarantine last year, I stocked everybody's store. Cause I figured those are like the flippers. So I have everybody who did quarantine and I had my team, I do this all the time in my business where I have my team to like do a bunch of crazy shit. And I had them like look up all the products on an Amazon versus like Walmart versus other websites. And there's like still products that are profitable that were profitable then, which means they're very replenishable if they've stayed profitable that long. So I'm just going through them now and I'm like, Taylor, are these good? Yeah. And like, I was just watching you guys did it or listen to it rather. And I was like, Oh, this, this makes sense. Yeah. Have the VAs go through it too. The source, like the live source. That's what I had to do and then like put all the products. And I, if I see like $39.99 on Walmart and like 100 bucks on Amazon, I'm like, that's, that's legit. You got to find good stores though too. Like I've had, you know, you go through a, a shitty store and it's like three pages of garbage, you know? So. Well, and that's the thing. Like when you're looking in other people's stores, you can have a pretty good indication in terms of what sort of a seller they are within seconds, right? Yeah. Like you can identify if they're a wholesale seller, RA or OA within like the first page or two. And then it's just a matter of finding sellers, especially if you're looking for OA that are selling similar products. Yep. And that's why I did the chlorine because I figured everybody on that listing is like a hustler, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You dude. you know what you guys should do now that I'm thinking of this, like Morgan cage adventures. And this is what I noticed about OA sellers is for every community, but more specifically, every seller has their own niche their websites, their types of products or categories. And they just get really good at that. And they, they know what to look for. And like this Morgan girl, um, who's done five plus million in the past few years, she's doing discontinued items. And I didn't ever get the chance over the at weekend. Scale? To ask. Oh, eh? Yeah. 
Wow. And I didn't get the chance to ask her of her strategy, but like, I'm like, damn. Oh, like, I asked her to be on podcast and she left me on red like twice, I think. I'm still there. The, the invite's still there. I, they know okay, I want to connect you guys because I'm curious. Yeah, I, would I, like, I, I'd love I to think there's a tremendous amount. amount of value and you guys could interview different types of sellers, like oh, interview yeah, yeah, yeah. about toys. I don't even do toys anymore, but um, yeah, that's what I think. Toys will be good, Q4. It's just tough right now because it's such a good... Like people, it's it's an attractive category because there's a lot of good volume and such, but it really is mostly Q4 unless you want to hold stuff. You know what I mean? Well, Amazon, the fact of the matter is Amazon's on a majority of toy listings. And Fact. you just, I mean, obviously yeah. it's a losing battle trying to compete with Amazon. But I mean, I tell you what, there's enough opportunity in Q4 to make up for the entire year. Like absolutely without a doubt. Well, let me ask you guys this. The listing we looked at today, had 9,000 sales a month, but Amazon was on it. And how many sellers were there? Like 10? There was uh, 13 eight. sellers, but some of those were used. Yeah, there's like eight new sellers or something. What do you guys think about that? Well, it, it, are you profitable significantly below Amazon? Uh, well, the new price never drops that much below Amazon, uh, according to Kiva. Well, the buy box probably, but yeah, that doesn't mean- you, know, you buy it for 109 with shipping, it's about 117. So uh, you're making like 37, 38. Yeah, I mean, that's not crazy ROI. <clears throat> it's good, but it's not crazy. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So I'd probably just try and find something else because that's not a long-term strategy. Yeah. Gotcha. You know? So what yeah, ROI I mean, on the front end are you looking for? Pretty high, right? Because after- Oh, the, the rank or what? No, the ROI, the percent oh, ROI. anything above 25% is great in my opinion. Yeah, when you, you have scale though, when you have 10 grand in capital, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't stray far under 30 if, if anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. Miles, are you finding items with like 40, 50 and then the price is dropping or are you a lot of your products? Would you say? I don't, I don't like, I don't stray too much from like just what I do during Q4, obviously stuff's way higher. Like uh, something that's 25% right now is probably 40, then 45. But I mean, who knows, right? I've only still been at this a year, you know? Like we kind of all figured this out like last March or at least Garrett and I did, you know? Yeah. I'm curious now. So like I didn't have any credit last Q4 and this Q4 I will to where I'll be able to drop more money. What would you guys recommend in terms of like going deeper on certain items or making a strategy to like take full advantage of the opportunity? It's, of a, sale it's tough though. Like yeah. for those, for if you have like, honestly, like, people who have people who can merchant fulfill during q4 at a massive advantage because q4 ends if you're only fba like november 30th you or at least reliably you know let's and get a warehouse big... november december let's just get a warehouse november Our december prep centers we use do merchant fulfill oh. no but like i'm talking like like ordering stuff every day get it in merch like balls to the wall that's what i did at least you know what i mean yeah. i'm saying people who can do that are at a big advantage no, well, they, they list all of our shit within like three days. So, I mean, it's even then, hard. dude, like you can sell hundreds of an item in a day in Q4, like yeah. a specific I, ASIN, I even if there's a lot of other people. Out. But with, with toys, though, you have to have everything in stock before like November. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Some of the stuff November we were focusing 15th. on yeah. is an arbitrage where. Amazon's in stock 10 months out of the year and out of stock November, January. That's stock. not good for people that don't have huge bankrolls though, to be honest. No, I'm saying, but the, so they're asking, that. right? But like the way we find those is we are looking at the keeper graphs and we can see the past two, three, four Decembers, Amazon goes out of stock November, goes back in stock in January. And during that time, yeah. price two or three X's. Right? So you so go super deep 
praying. Oh, no, that I, I no, like that's something only some people do, and you have to have a ton of money to do it because it's very hit or miss. I would just stick to your guns because if it's good in non Q4, it's great in Q4. Anything. Yeah, that's I mean, the way I think about it. Yeah, I was curious. I'm excited. Amex. <laughs> so you're tell us what you're doing right now, Taylor. So you're all OA to prep. I'm 100% OA to prep. Um, I got a prep center in Texas I'm using. They're doing 80 cents a unit on their top client. So they almost on the phone with them today. They treat me like a king. Let's go. Um, They're doing OA, and, uh, 80 cents for OA products. Yeah. And then when I get to 2,500 units, which a month, which I'm close to, it's because they're going to drop it to 70 cents. That, and that's awesome because the other prep center that we both use complained about prepping his OA items. It's so weird. Every prep center seems to be like good at different things. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. I sent them a shit ton of books and they prep them for like some of them, 75 cents a unit, some of them a dollar. And he doesn't complain at all. He's like, this is amazing. Other prep centers, even Garrett was like, screw this. We don't want to deal with a bunch of one-off. <laughs> <Very good. laughs> you know? um, and a lot of prep centers are like that, but it's just funny how he doesn't like Taylor's stuff as much. And he's like, I want to charge Taylor more, but then this other prep center would probably die if I sent them all my books, but they, they like the OA for some reason, you know? Yeah. That's in Texas. Oh gosh. I don't even know. I should, I you said like seven. I, mean, I think it's at least seven, but yeah, I don't know. Honestly. Oh, so I'm mean, so your prep fee is, is sales tax plus prep fee, obviously. Yeah. I got to do the, tax. the competing offer is going to be just prep fee and no sales tax. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Waste of not a good idea. You think like tax-free prep center is like a must have or well, if you, I mean, if you could find a prep center with tax-free, then you're only getting hit by one side. Whereas with the prep center, you're paying your sales tax, which is a variable cost goes up with your fry cost and then the prep fee. Yeah. Right. So at least with your, a no sales tax state, that prep fee is going to be fixed. No matter how much you spend on your items, you're buying stuff for a hundred where your prep fee goes up with the cost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, whereas if you find somewhere where it's a dollar fifty, a dollar. Yeah. But you're not really gonna find many. Oh, that's why I was surprised, is because you're not really gonna find many OA prep centers that are gonna charge you that low. Yeah, seriously. Because it's it, it comes in small boxes. Usually it's like one, five, ten units, right? And then you have to de-box, organize. It's more time intensive for OA stuff rather than wholesale. Comes yeah. in a huge box or a pallet, turn it around, label it, send it out the door. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. But yeah, I'm 100% OA and I don't plan on changing that at all. I'm, I'm open to wholesale. Um, I'm going to be talking with Nathan later next week about that. Um, I'm open to it, but I'm for what my goals are, I think I can go 100 grand a month, more, definitely more with all OA. So yeah, you're finding, are you buying over and over and over again? Or are you just always finding kind of new stuff? I would say that it's like, a mix like i would say that there's probably uh definitely less than half of what i'm buying is is replenishable a lot of the stuff it feels like it's it, it's opportunities there and then it's gone um look so much shorter than you right now avery's taller than me guys <laughs> but um yeah always the way and then obviously these events too because they're fun i like doing shit so speaking of, of wholesale i interviewed scott needham it's gonna be a badass interview because the audio is fucking amazing. Like everything that goes into the mic was captured. All the hype music was captured super clean because it was all connected to the DJ booth. And then we have the camera 
Yeah, this uh, content, guys, is 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 nasty. I I yeah. kind of wish I could share my screen right now and show people because this is like, ooh, yeah, yeah it, it's gonna be nice. But anyway, he said that he doesn't even get new distributors at this stage. All he focuses on is the current distributors he has, which is six hundred, pretty big list. Now, I bet there's six hundred good distributors, and he just orders again and again from them at a fourteen percent margin and fifty million plus annually. Like that's fucking insane, you know. How big is his warehouse? Um, I don't know. I think he's got multiple. It's massive, yo. No, it's it's a hundred. I think he said a hundred thousand square feet. He's got like a hundred and two employees, a hundred and twenty. So he might, damn. So he's buying stuff disgustingly cheap. If he's at a fourteen percent margin with a hundred employees, that's incredible. And take so killing. It. No, I didn't. I didn't mean to say if. I mean being that. Yeah, like he's killing it. He's. He's so big. I was on a call with him one day and he opened up his storefront and went through his products. That's crazy. Because he's at such a scale where it doesn't matter. Yeah. You're saying that margin 14% is good. Oh, that's incredible for that many employees, I would say. Yeah. So that, that just means your cost of goods has to be really, really was low. It took to 18%, I think. I think it's at 18% after. He showed his repricing strategy and what he thinks everybody should do. It's actually a net gain if everybody takes his, his advice. He says mm -hmm. price up during nighttime and, and another time and then price aggressively during the hottest hours, which a lot of people- Yes, yeah, so you start up, then work your way down and then go up again. It gives the marketplace a chance to recover if everybody did that. Yeah, because otherwise, if you're not getting any sales, let's say the potential buy box, you know, and you're always down at one penny, 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 then everyone's a penny, penny, penny. But yeah. you, if everyone's repricers are programmed to go up, then at least the market. It gives everyone the opportunity to stop price warring, I guess, is what he said. Yeah, that's, that's also borderline price fixing, but you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, it's not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I, like, I mean, unless you got in a group chat with all the other sellers and be like, guys, hold this. That would be, there are things like that too. There are, yeah, there yeah, are, yeah. yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do with my lead list. Cause I had, when I had the only fans, I had like 30 people in there and it was, I saw everything I posted tanked and I'm like, this is, I don't even want to offer the service anymore because I know that it's not working. Yeah. I mean, it's tough offering leads, the same leads that you're buying on or you're selling, you're selling on. It's almost like you need to make a policy where everyone has to agree. To but I think that's technically well, that's trick, that is price fixing. I would assume. A signed contract before you go in. <laughs> what they don't know tag amazon Can't in the comments them. yeah but, um, tag, tag yeah no wholesale is definitely cool do you guys i mean i mean i know gary you're doing more wholesale niles do you see yourself getting i more just more you know probably eventually i just love oa like i like i'm good at finding okay. items it works the margins are great like <laughs> i have capital available i just you know ride it as long as it's great yeah Garrett, how yeah i mean with some of the stuff that we're on it's just lightning in a bottle the, the OA stuff, right? So it's just irresponsible to forget about that sort of stuff because it's, it's yeah, essentially just an autopilot. Yeah. VP orders, 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 quick to ship, you know, it's in light, it's easy. Avery, how's restricted inventory do, doing? It's doing, it's doing good. It's, it's, we're getting lots of shipments. It's just rolling on the back. Do, do uh, book biz blueprint students nicely integrate straight into restricted inventory? 
what's important to realize 80% of the people don't open the course. Those that do don't always see results. And then the small percent of people that do see results. Yes. Those people 80% of people don't even open the course. Nothing like that. It's ridiculous. I know it, but that's not just statistically. Yeah. 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 Yeah, But it it is similar to that for us, but yes. And they use whatever software I recommend. So it, you know, we get, a uh, couple thousand in affiliate payouts from different softwares, which is why I'm creating my own software. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty cool funnel. I teach people how to sell on Amazon. I Everybody can give affiliate offers. Eventually I'll have my own software, which will in and of itself be a funnel because when they scan restricted products, I, I will then reroute them to me. And then at the end of the funnel, it's restricted inventory. So they send me the inventory. Yeah, and you've been working yeah, on that for like you launch the app? Yeah, we have an app. It's, it's going all right. Uh, it's, it's only iOS. We get a couple of shipments from it a week. So people are using it. Um, I used it and it works pretty good. So, um, yeah, it's cool. Restricted inventory guys.com. <laughs> yeah. How is C and Steve, man? That must've been fun. He was, I told this to him too. I'll say it here, but he, he's cooler than I thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We still cool, got to Steve on here, man. Damn. I, yeah, you guys definitely got to. He's got a lot of good stuff. Have you asked him? Yeah, yeah. It just uh, for whatever he said me. He said he was going to send me the calendar, and then just never did. But I'll, I'll like hit him up. I'm definitely. sure we, you know we'll, we'll make it happen. That'll be good. People love that. Dan. Dan's a good dude. He's smart. One thousand eighteen. Oh, man. man. I didn't know who Dan was. I was like, all right, guys, uh, Dan, come up. Where, where's Dan at? <laughs> yeah, he's, guys one of the, he's one of those guys. He'll just drop a, a seller app like once a quarter, post on the gram, and it's huge every time. gets bigger yeah, every time, too. A million this year already. Jeez. Yeah, yeah he, said, he told me he was going to do like eight or nine this year. He's trying for 10, but yeah, crazy. What, do you know what his margin, margins are? I think he's, he, I think 14 or 15. Okay. Nice. Yeah, it's sick. Doing, great. Whatever it is. Those, those dudes just spend godly amounts of money where they can just create their own margin. Yeah. Right. Fact. Essentially, you can go once you have that sort of cash, you can essentially go to any single supplier and say, what do I need to how many units do I need to buy in order to get my 15 percent margin? And then they say, oh, thousand units. Oh, done. Came on wholesale, not just OA. wholesale. Yeah, strictly. Well, he's okay. a he's a hybrid. He's like his 20, 30 percent of his business is OA, but the big numbers come from wholesale. Sure. Cool. What what's what what percent is yours, Garrett? Oh wait, wholesale. It's closer to 50, 50, 40, yeah. 60, somewhere in that. But yeah. Do you Ideally, plan all into wholesale eventually? A, a lot more strictly focused on wholesale. Well, the attention's wholesale, but like I said, there's just some OA stuff that's just on autopilot that will always con- contain a subset of the business just because it's easy. It's low hanging fruit. Yeah. Right. 12, 13, 14% margin no sourcing needed, just buy it, send it into prep center, easy, right? So that sort of thing will never, yeah. well, it just doesn't make sense. Dan was the, the kind of guy, like similar to Scott, like he's just so smart. You yeah. know, like, I don't think Dan got enough time on the panel yeah. like, that yeah. was deserved. That was, it was tough having the panels because, you know, somebody goes up and asks, we, we might have time for three to five questions but one question could be a 15 minute answer. Yeah. You know, so giving the speakers equal time is tough. It looks really good on paper. It looks really good on video, but actually giving them equal time. It's uh, it was it's tough to make that happen. I think we should need the panels need to be like an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. More valuable. Yeah. 
there is less time. Like just focus on the cream of the crop. Yeah. So how did you, so you had what, like four core speakers and the rest was kind of just panel driven? We had about seven speakers, I think, maybe more. Yeah, so it started, it was, it was Scott, Trevin, Morgan, then we jumped in, but then we had TJ and Lisa, his students, uh, Amazon Lit. Alexis. Alexis and Vanessa. Vanessa. So we had like seven speakers that had the floor for 10 Do to 15 you count minutes. Us? Oh, then us too, I forgot. Yeah, eight, nine or eight. Um, and then panels. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the issue is though, right? Like, especially when it's just one day, there's only so much time in the day. And even more so, there's only so much attentiveness someone can actually. Yeah, have. 4 p.m. people's off, yo. I might be. Yeah, I mean, especially <laughs> when you're like sitting there trying to attentively focus. I mean, you only have so much energy, mental energy. Yeah. yeah. So, Miles, it was but nice. He, I mean, even time. still, like, everyone's staying in a hotel, right? So, even if you did like a half day the second day. Yeah. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Well, we did the Airbnb. Yeah, we did the Airbnb we this. Double tree again. We could. The catering was. I did not realize how nice that was at that event. Yeah. And then the catering, dynamic catering too. We ran out of food. They brought more. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were replenishable. They were yeah. replenishable products, yo. But they did definitely. Did you check the keeper though beforehand? Was it what? <laughs> keeper. I asked if you checked the keeper beforehand. <laughs> Always. No, we didn't, yo. Hidden fees. We didn't check Miles yeah. Keep up beforehand. We didn't realize the price tanks every year right before tax. I went in 2021. You should you should be there 2022 and 2023. 2024. Dude, like Keep we gotta on. I gotta pay Uncle Sam, man. I've been lacking on it. You can just pay us instead. Oh yeah. <laughs> right, we'll, we'll tell him you, you sent us the funds. Yeah, that's what's up. All right. Well, I think that was a pretty good episode here today. Um, you guys got any last words for the people? No, really, you guys need to stay on these two to come to Miami 2023. If you guys want to see them in person, every once in a while, just in the comments on the live, just say, hey. Miami 2023, question we, mark. We yeah, we you. might. You, you, uh, you cats might need to come on the YouTube live later. Potentially. Today? 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 Are you guys down today? Depending on what time. I need to go get food. Yeah, I need, I'd probably eight o'clock, I'd say. But either way, all right. Thank you guys for watching, listening, doing all that. Appreciate these boys for being here. We'll see you guys on Friday.